good news is gratitude can be taught. Now, taught makes it sound like it's a one and done, and it isn't. Much of what we do with our kids is training. Like so many things that take an investment of time and effort, raising kids is a marathon, not a sprint. And the lessons we want to sink deep into their spirits have to be repeated again and again. about how you can savor and not just survive motherhood. How would you like to be less frazzled, more calm, scream less, respond more, and exchange autopilot living for more joy? Sound good? As we journey together, you'll explore how to know, love, and accept yourself today to clear the path towards your dreams, hopes, and visions for tomorrow. But we're not just going to chat. We're going to take action. Through conversations, power sheets, and visual tools like vision boards, we're taking simple steps to go from where you are on this journey to where you want to be. I'm your host, Elise Daly-Parker, a certified life coach, writer and speaker, mom of four, and spouse for 37 years. Through this podcast, I'll share hands-on tools, practices, and resources, along with lots of encouragement to empower you to savor, not just survive, this busy season of life with clarity, confidence, and calm. Thanks for joining me. I'm so delighted you're here. Well, hello, Mama, who may or may not have the Halloween decorations away yet. I suppose it depends on where you live, but here in the Northeast, Halloween seems to be a bigger deal every year. A simple jack-o'-lantern has given way to twinkly lights, spider webs, inflatable, giant, lighted pumpkins, ghosts, dragons, Snoopy, all kinds of things. Nevertheless, Halloween was so yesterday, and now it's on to the holiday season. Am I right? I know the in-person and online stores are way ahead of me, but before I take a deep dive into how you can have a Christmas season you actually enjoy, which is coming next week, I think Thanksgiving deserves a minute. Are you with me? So in honor of this holiday, I want to talk to you about how you can raise grateful kids. A lot of young moms asked me about this because this was something I did pretty well. It was important to me that my kids not feel entitled, that they not just say thank you, but feel thankful. And so we did some very intentional things to cultivate gratitude in our home. Most of these gratitude tips are simple and can become habit. They're automatic in a good way. Other gratitude practices take a little more intention, but the ones I'm including here are all very doable. The good news is gratitude can be taught. Now, taught makes it sound like it's a one and done, and it isn't. Much of what we do with our kids is training. Like so many things that take an investment of time and effort, raising kids is a marathon, not a sprint. And the lessons we want to sink deep into their spirits have to be repeated again and again. So if you feel like you've instilled the value of gratitude into your kids with little or no results, or you thought they had it down, but you see the desire for more, more, more increasing, and of course the holidays can really amp up, well, don't despair. It's just time to lean in a little more to being more intentional about gratitude. 
And because Thanksgiving is just around the corner, now seems like the perfect time to do this. Today, I'm going to share several ways you can train your kids to be more thankful and have some family fun and bonding doing it. I believe these are things you can do with almost any age kids. It's never too early or too late to train kids to be thankful. I'm going to start with what gratitude is. The root of the word gratitude is gratia, which means grace, graciousness, and a state of being grateful. Who doesn't want a house full of grace? So gratitude is a thankful appreciation for what we have, an acknowledgement of goodness in our lives, and an awareness of our pleasant surroundings and experiences, among other things. And just in case we need a reminder that an attitude of gratitude is a really good thing, here are some compelling reasons why you want to instill gratitude in your kids and embrace this as part of who you are as a family. One, people who are thankful are happier. Two, gratitude is good for our health, emotional and physical. And three, thankfulness leads to a greater sense of well-being. And of course, this is not an exhaustive list. There is a lot more to gratitude. But the bottom line is, gratitude is good for us, all of us. So how can we cultivate gratitude in our kids and as a family? I'm going to give you a list of things that I've done that have really helped my family to be a rather thankful family. And that was, again, an important goal of mine for my family, one of my high values. So number one, well, of course, one of the simplest ways is saying grace. Definitely at dinner, and why not every meal? I know I do that with my girlfriends now. If we go out for a meal, we always pray before we eat. I love that. Anyway, grace comes in with a built-in reminder, right? Every time we sit down for a meal, we're reminded to pray in thankfulness and gratitude for, at the very least, the food in front of us. At our meals when I was raising the kids, one of our kids was assigned grace each night. That way, they could choose to sing one of the songs or recite a prayer they learned in preschool, religion classes, vacation Bible school. Or they could, of course, use their own words. But, little hint here, you better keep track of whose turn it is. You don't want your kids fighting during grace. Ask me how I know. (laughs) Two, make gratitude a part of your daily routine. During pickups after school, around the dinner table, before bedtime, prompt your kids. Name one thing you're grateful for today. What was the best thing that happened to you today? Who is someone you appreciate today? Describe something that made you happy today. Even if the kids, you, and your spouse haven't had the best day, you can all come up with something to be grateful for. This develops an attitude of gratitude that lasts through the ups and downs of life. And that's a really good thing. Number three, model gratitude. Just as we want our kids to say please and thank you, which are markers of gratitude, we should be saying the same. It was very important to me that my kids be polite. I believe this has a ripple effect and makes the world a kinder, gentler place. Generally, it is my habit to say please and thank you. But sometimes, when I was rushing through a grocery line already late for preparing dinner with hungry kids in tow, I might have forgotten. But not with my kids. They were quick to remind me. I considered this a success in teaching gratitude. 
Number four, have a gratitude jar. We had a jar in our kitchen with little slips of paper next to it and a marker nearby. We didn't have a set time to fill the jar, but I reminded the kids from time to time, and especially when we all needed a little gratitude nudge. Then we shared them over dinner or a family meeting. It was always a picker-upper, as my dad used to say. Number five, have some fun with gratitude. Make a Thanksgiving tree. Make a gratitude tree and decorate it with paper leaves. You can draw a simple tree on a big piece of poster board and hang it at kid level on a wall. You can use a bulletin board or get some branches from the backyard or grocery store. That's what I used to do. And maybe I'll do it again this year. (laughs) I loved this simple little craft and my kids did too. You can get some leaf templates by Googling or on Pinterest. Cut several leaves out of red, brown, yellow, orange construction paper. Punch a hole in each, get some twine and thread it through the hole, then tie both ends of the twine into a loop. Voila! You have your gratitude leaf ornaments to decorate your Thanksgiving tree. You can display your tree up through November. One year, when I hosted Thanksgiving, we made sure everyone wrote their thanks on a leaf and shared it before we ate dinner. I just loved that. That reminds me, don't miss the opportunity Thanksgiving brings. Involve your kids in some way of gathering the thanks of others. You can use the leaves idea. They can walk among the Thanksgiving gathering, passing out leaves and pens, and gathering them up again. Even simpler, if your kids can write, another idea is just go around with a pad and pen and write people's thanks down. If they're too young for that, the kids can just bring the pad and pen to each guest, and the guests can write their thanks themselves. The point is, It's a great opportunity to have your kids be part of the fun, part of even initiating the thanks, and everybody will enjoy reading out loud what they're thankful for this year. So happy November, Mama. Don't forget to breathe. Here's my blessing for you today. May you remember as the holidays get underway that God is a God of peace who offers you relief in the midst of your most stressful seasons. May you feel his peace settle over you even now as you hear this blessing. May you remember to breathe intentionally throughout your day and trust that God is your supply. He is enough when you feel depleted. God extends grace and mercy when you blow it. He loves you abundantly and without limit. Bless you, Mama. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining me here on the Mom Vision Podcast. I think you're going to love my new devotional journal, Unshakable Peace in an Unsteady World. You can pick up a copy through Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Walmart, and more. I've also got a free download for you, 12 powerful scriptures to settle your heart and mind so you can experience more peace. You'll find the link in my show notes at elisedailyparker.com slash podcast. I look forward to connecting with you again soon.